0: This episode of Man Cave Movie Night is brought to you by The Minions. Are you a bad guy? Would you go so far as to say that you are even a villain? Do you need help with all your evil schemes? Are you tired of peace and quiet? Introducing (laughs) The Minions. These little (sighs) yellow guys are sure to level up your villainy game by 110%. The Minions have aided such villains as Napoleon, Gru, Jeff Bezos, and Alec Baldwin, (laughs) and you can be next. They are all here to help barely at all, and mainly get distracted by fruits and animals. (laughs) An added bonus to putting these little yellow fellas on your team is that you have the opportunity to learn a new language. You literally will not be able to do anything with these dudes until you learn to decipher what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. But they'll understand you all along, so don't say anything bad about them. (laughs) Order now at theminions.to slash item245A13NK90978 forward slash order forward slash minion using the promo code babababanana, all caps, no spaces. That's B-A-B-A-B-A-B-A-B-A-N-A-N-A To get three percent off (laughs) your first order, and we'll throw in a free ha ha fart gun.
1: Oh, Oh, that's a good deal. Oh man, that is such a ha ha moment. So call now and order today.
0: Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night, uh, where the three of us boys, uh, talk about movies and sit in a man cave. I guess flows pretty well. Yeah. Uh, my name is Niall Thorley and with me as always are
2: Jared, Lucas,
0: and Niall. (laughs) And, uh, we're super excited about this episode, um. I kind of had a little bit of a power trip um, last week, being the villain of the of the Harry Potter episode. Bro, so you I got figured, a lot of negative feedback. You really do. know. <laughs> people really don't like me. It's I've trashed like, so
2: much.
1: Yeah, Jay bad about everything. There's never and been a says word. i never been a word. <laughs> yeah, well, like I was saying, dude, Harry Potter is just the one thing that everyone loves. <laughs> You make Except one move not- against <laughs> Harry
0: Potter and everybody just tears Dude, it I actually yeah.
1: had multiple people text me who would like not listen to the podcast ever or for a long time. Like <laughs> that guy who doesn't like Harry Potter, grrr. <laughs> I just like 100% on your side, bro.
0: <laughs> so, but it was fun and I liked it. And so I decided how about that's the entire premise of this episode. So we're going to talk about villains today. Um, First, we've got some some items of business to take care of. We're going to be talking about the news. We're going to be talking about, you know, some other things probably. (laughs) Um, But if you're looking to get straight to the questions, um, Lucas is being so kind as to uh, hop on that grind of time stamping uh, this podcast. So if you're looking to skip over the news, if you don't care about uh, listening to us talk about what we're passionate about and you just want to talk about the questions... Um go ahead and check out the description and uh skip up to those questions. Yeah, I think um, I fall
2: into that co- category. So yeah, I guess no, I'll just I'll see you guys it's in a little bit. <laughs> Alright, <see laughs> just go ahead and skip
1: forward Niall and, and I will talk for news. Perfect. Perfect. So uh let's talk about the news. Hey,
0: First news, done. news, 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 news. All right. Um I uh Let's see, what news do we have? I know that last week, while we were recording, that the trailer for Moon Knight came out, and we already talked a little bit about it, so the only news that I'll pass along, and we'll just move past this real quick, is that the Moon Knight trailer is incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, really looking forward to that show. It Basically, after watching the trailer, it just kind of confirmed all of the hype that we, we gave it last week. So um, if you're looking to learn more about what that trailer is, go and watch the trailer Um, because it's really just phenomenal
1: yeah honestly I was like blown away it it looks like a movie more so than some of the other Disney Plus shows have yeah Um, like especially because they have Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke as new additions to the MCU but in a TV show which is just so crazy because those guys are huge actors like I think they've both been nominated if not won Oscars get it because Oscar Isaac hey get it isn't that so awesome
0: (laughs) I'm impressed by your brain.
1: <laughs> Good. Um, but it um, it looks amazing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Oscar Isaac is a great actor, and I think there's probably going to be a lot of little tip treats and tricks and little shenanigans they do with it. At least I certainly yeah. hope so.
0: Well, but... we will certainly hope so. Because, I don't know, I just think it looks great.
1: I agree. Do you have um, more news, Niall?
0: I'm trying to remember. I feel like I... I had something and I can't remember what it was. So I'm looking at my notes on my phone to see if I wrote it down anywhere.
1: So here's a you go
0: for it. Here's a
1: here's a fun little tidbit about the new Batman movie that was released this week. This is official as well. The runtime for the Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, is two hours and fifty-five minutes. Right, so, I remember seeing that. And that is before credits, so that is just movie. <laughs> before credits. I yep. usually fa- yeah, I usually have to factor that in. Yeah, because there's probably yeah. going to be a post credit scene, so it's like, you are in that theater <laughs> for three and a half hours, because there's 20 minutes of trailers, three hours of movie, oh and then 10 to gosh. 15 minutes of... Have, I'm so this weird.
2: is definitely one I might wait to see, hear if it's good before I actually go see it. No. <laughs> dude, I, don't know. I feel this like I English have to understand
0: anticipated a movie in 2022. Yeah, that, that's a lot. Well, of here's like, this a, movie is so hype It
1: right could now. be very bad. You know? Uh, it could be but it won't I don't be. know, dude. I, it, it, okay, it always could <sighs> be.
2: Look, the track record recently I don't think has been the best with DC. For Batman. Well, okay. And I'm excited for... for this. And I want to see it, but I also don't want to sit in the theater for three and a half hours and watch a bad movie. But, the but last... if someone can guarantee, hey, it's good. Hey, it's good. Yeah. Hey, it's been rated rated
1: well. I'll be like, okay, sure. The last solo Batman movie was Dark Knight Rises in 2012. So it's yeah, been that, 10 that years. That was no good. <laughs> That was no good. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Get it? I'm joking. Get it? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's He's Batman. Yeah, Yeah. he's in that one. (laughs) All right. So Uh, other than that, though, um, there's another rumor that um, this year will feature the release of What If Season 2 on Disney+, Plus, as well as Secret Invasion. Which was previously be- previously believed to release in 2023, so we may end up getting that at the end of this year instead. Right. Which would be pretty. However,
0: cool. there was a. It was in some other country. I can't remember. It was like Italy or Europe or something. They. <laughs> Italy like or Europe kind of for two thing. other countries. <laughs> two <separate laughs> things, two or or Africa. One the of those countries. Of Europe. Um, they. They there was another kind of like disney plus like release like schedule release where they kind of showed everything and i think it was secret invasion and what if season two were not on that list and so now people are kind of wondering like is it 2022 is it not because both of those have been kind of like rumored for either 2022 or 2023
1: well i hope that this year me too but we'll but, see. Well,
0: what if honestly? I'm kind of like.
1: Mm, yeah, whatever. what? If, I don't care. Yeah. But
0: like, <laughs> what if I I enjoyed? But um, Secret Invasion. I'm like really hyped about.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That'll be sick. That'll so be we'll really get, cool. Uh, that it works out. Um, um. There was not a ton of news this week though, but I feel like I'm always I always do this where I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty light, and then I'm like, oh yeah, here it is. So I just remembered it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Mary <laughs> um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead has been cast in the Ahsoka TV show for Disney Plus. Wow, so if you wow. don't know who, who that is, is. She? she plays Ramona She's in, in Royal
2: Scott Pilgrim. Royal Pain in Sky High. <laughs> She is actually as well. Her, her
0: two yeah. most notable roles: yep. uh, Ten Soon Cloverfield Teddy Lane slash yeah, of she, Pain. Yep. And, and <laughs> sky high. Um, and she I, also is in Fargo season three. And
1: and ended really good. She also is. So this is a rumor out of my own head. So don't take this with any grains of salt. Okay, but she and you and Mcgregan. McGregor McGregor <laughs> yep. McGreg- we're doing good with the names
0: because in the ad I said Alex Baldwin <laughs> and now we've got Ewan McGregor
1: Ewan McGregor William <laughs> Defoe William <laughs> Defoe, Defoe who actually we'll talk about later but um Marty Elizabeth Winstead um ooh, so tease ooh, she and Ewan McGregor are dating but they're like they're been In real like, life? In, in real life. They're like partners. Thank she's... you for translating what I <laughs> Yeah, means. some people don't know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make sure. You gotta make sure that some of the younger folk are hip with our newer lingo, like from our older generation. Yeah, sure. if I. YKYK. Yeah. Right. I, yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing. <laughs> our most of the most of our listeners we've checked the demographics are between
1: 65 and 90 yeah mm-hmm. so we so gotta, keep just gotta remember what's going on <laughs> We gotta remember to um tailor our podcast okay, they're dating in real life it's a so crazy they're dating 97%. in real life percent <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she she i think has sired or has been sired a child from ewan mcgregor wow um, whoa or she's pregnant currently so basically, they're they're like in a serious relationship. Uh, for our for our younger listeners, sire, uh, to sire a child <laughs> means <laughs> just get it. We're not going to talk about <laughs> it. But... <laughs> well, it depends on how young. Do we want to explain this to our ten and under listeners? Well, to,
0: to the other five percent of our listeners who
1: are ten, <laughs> 10 younger. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I think we'll No, we'll yeah. yeah, we'll let them figure that out. Anyway, so this is just a total, like idea off of my dome, because Hayden Christensen has been confirmed to be in the Ahsoka series as well, right? And in the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be in I Ahsoka, and he's that. going to be in Obi-Wan. I was One.
2: not aware of that.
1: There you go. So the only way Hayden Christensen could be in that Ahsoka series is through flashbacks, because Ahsoka in Mandalorian takes place post-Episode 6, when Darth Vader slash Anakin is dead. Is
0: very gone. So yeah. that would and mean... And was also be playing being played by a different actor yeah. at the
1: time. yeah. So that would mean that there would have to be flashbacks in order to include Hayden Christensen either in the role of Anakin or, or Force, force ghost. ghost or Force Ghost force true ghost, which would be sweet which would be awesome i would does get a force yeah. ghost that he does that yeah, is, he does that is and canon. force ghost would even be cooler i think that would be so phenomenal yeah, it would i would be amazing i would yeah. pee and poo in my pan at the same time <laughs> that's <laughs> <so wild. laughs> <Sweet>. gross <laughs> that's just how excited i would be yeah i'm not gonna watch it with you i don't think <laughs> It's okay, I usually stay up until 1am and watch these on my own, the minute they release anyway. Yeah,
0: that's that's prime peeing and pooping in your pants time <laughs> yeah, as well. It so.
1: really is. Because who's going to get mad at you at that point? No one. Well, and who's going to get out of bed? <laughs> yeah, not me. Um, but, <laughs> let's move on. No, sorry, sorry. Let um, me just say why No, that's, that's the kind of
2: humor that keeps even... the 10 and younger audience <laughs> that's
1: around. The 10 and younger, yeah. yeah <laughs> the... we got to throw in some poo humor, some fart jokes. Just to keep him around. Yeah. But anyway, I and think and McGregor... Once again, the one
0: in the ad was not enough, I guess.
1: <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. We needed more. <laughs> no, we need more, always. Um, I think and McGregor is going to be in it, because if there are flashbacks with Anakin, there could be flashback with Obi-Wan, and maybe he was the one who helped his partner, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, land that role on the Ahsoka show, if he's going to be involved mm. on it already. That mm-hmm. is totally a good... just a random theory from my own noggin, and it could turn out to be completely false. But if but it's true, Lucas you heard it here will, first.
2: Lucas will bet anyone
1: $10. I will bet anyone $10. Back. <laughs> I'm not as confident in that <laughs> do
0: one. Do it. Nope. Yep, nope. Come are. on. All right. You it. heard it here first, everybody? Okay. Lucas has given out 10. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I'll give out a 10. Here are two pieces, actually, three pieces of news that I have that I've recalled uh, in my search. I would love them. First of all, I saw an ad recently for, I think, Scream 4, 5, 6. I don't even know which one. I think it's
1: 5, the newest one.
0: Um, And the the critic review that it showed says, unlike anything you've ever seen. And I just don't think that that's likely, given the fact that it is the fifth movie in the series. Um, (laughs) Thought that that was kind of funny, but apparently that one critic really liked Scream. So maybe go and check that out. Um, Next up... uh, Oh, goodness, did I just forget again? Oh, no, I remember. This week, um, the Legend of Vox Machina announced their mm-hmm. um extended voice cast Ooh. Um, for the show. Did you see this? I did not. Jared? <clears throat> I did not. It's phenomenal.
2: I've been trying to stay away from stuff.
0: Oh, so you don't want me to... Well, I, I no, you, say you can much. say it.
2: You can say it. You can say it.
0: Oh, okay. Um, So, for those that don't know, first of all, Legend of Vox Machina is the critical role animated tv show of of that dungeons and dragons uh live stream that we've talked about multiple times on here it comes Um, out in
2: four (coughs) days from when you're listening to it and Uh, it will it will be the it's released on amazon prime i'll say this and the first three episodes i believe will be released
0: yeah first three episodes are coming out um it is animated however it is definitely geared towards adults there's there's language and and violence and stuff so you know to the 10 to to zero audience um, maybe this one's not for you guys uh,
1: but um, honestly
2: 60 plus it also might not be yeah. for you so that's just something to
0: be aware so there is a there's um,
1: a 0.1% of audience oh members oh goodness my speaker not working one second are between the ages of 10 and 65 Select speaker mm.
0: there we go now i
1: hear you is guys <laughs> okay, sorry good.
0: This is very high quality uh, podcasting. Um, but the vocal talent includes but is not limited to um, uh, Stephanie Beatrice. Oh nice. is uh, the voice of a character. Um, she's Alora Visorin's partner. I can't remember yes, what that characters the name. dwarf. Yeah, the dwarf lady. yeah Stephanie Beatrice. Um, you've got and I don't know any of these characters because I haven't watched this campaign. Um, but David Tennant is a voice. Oh, nice. Um, Who's he? Stephen, I, I can't is remember. Is he Lord Briarwood?
2: Because that would be absolutely insane. He
0: might be. I can't remember. I don't think that he was. Ooh. I would remember that name because I've heard the name Briarwood a bunch. But David Tennant is in there. Um, you've got Steven Root in there, who is honestly, at this point, if there is an animated show, you can basically bet that Steven Root will appear somewhere. Um, you've got uh, Tony Hale. Oh, um, nice is in there. Um, I know there are a bunch more. I, I don't have the mm. list on me right now. And if but... anyone
1: doesn't know who these people are, you can look up the show on IMDb, see the names, link them up, and then see what else they've been in. <laughs> so Tony Hale, for oh. example, was in uh, Arrested Development, which is why we like him. And mm-hmm. David Tennant right. was, of course, in Harry Potter, number four. So call and, back to yeah. Harry Potter. And that's, Potter. The, only Nothing thing else. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only thing he's ever been in. <laughs> um... one Harry Potter movie from... Let me
0: see. I've got the list. Let me see if I'm no, missing it went anything like else.
1: probably actually.
0: Um, and I'll also tell you. Oh, Gray Griffin, uh, the voice of Azula, is the voice of Delilah Briarwood. Mm, um, nice. Let's see who was David Tennant. Oh. Den- David Tennant <laughs> is General Krieg. <laughs>
2: You'll get this. Matt Mercer is Lord Briarwood. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that makes sense. Lord
0: Briarwood. If I'm
2: no, it is. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh, is he?
0: Okay. That makes sense. Um, but Kari Payton, uh, who played Shikasta in campaign two is the voice of, um, sovereign Uriel Taldore. Um, so they've got like, they've got this really, really cool cast, uh, yeah, that's including awesome. people who have been on critical role and other voice actors, uh, that they're just kind of friends with. Um, yeah, they, that's my mom talking to my dog. If anybody <laughs> just heard a woman's voice say "You're naughty," I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that got picked up by the mic, but she I decided heard to say I heard it right outside of the door. Okay, cool. I'm glad that you guys heard it. Um, but yeah, there's just there's a lot of people in it. Um, Dominic Monaghan is the voice of Ooh. someone. They've got an there's a video where they're talking about it, and Matt Mercer is just beyond excited that there is a real Hobbit in their show. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's so excited about it. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a video where they kind of break it down, and they, they just kind of show off who's all in, involved in the show.
1: And Dang, yeah, i got to go get check that out. definitely worth a look up. That's so, awesome. So, yeah, it's pretty fun. The, uh... um, and
0: then the last piece of news that I have. Let's Sorry, real no, quick. No, you're good. While we're talking about my mom, um, <laughs> today, the recording day, which is for the listeners yesterday, uh, the first... Or the the twenty third of the first month um, was my mom's birthday, uh, so we're also
1: wow. big shout out to Kel. Big, big shout, shout out to Kel. Kel. So Happy birthday! Um, so now we can give Niall some more empathy because you know he has a mother who he loves, even though he doesn't like Harry Potter. We're allowed Yeah, to I'm trying to. I'm feel trying to emotion. express my
0: more likable qualities <laughs> yeah. uh, so that so that people will you know maybe learn to love me again.
1: See. The thing, as you were talking about, uh, like, voice acting and everything, like, if you have established yourself as a named actor, even if you, like, aren't that good or, you know, known at all for being (laughs) a voice actor, like, that would be be the (laughs) easiest job ever, especially right now with COVID. Like, they're just like, here's what you, like, someone will come over and set up a studio for you, or you'll go 20 minutes to a place nearby and record it remotely. And then you'll just speak into a microphone for a few minutes and then get paid Big money and then just go home and eat some more nachos or whatever. The
0: interesting thing about this is in the video, there are a bunch of clips of, like, the voice actors, like, real voice actors that do this for a living Uh that are, like, recording their lines and, like, doing their actual lines. You can see that they're in, like, their closet or their bedroom or something, like, recording the lines for this show that's going to be on amazon prime and they're just like in their house you yeah. know with the microphone covid and i just thought it was very interesting to see like generally you think of it like when you see the pixar ones where they're in yeah. this
1: super nice big sound booth and there's like a ton of that people that's watching generally how it
0: happens no yeah.
1: yeah especially with covid it's just kind of it's probably been yeah. like a haven for um voice actors they're just like all right cool right. well my my job and life were already pretty easy but now i don't even have to yeah. leave and i still get paid just as much as before right
0: Oh, and for our for our fans of music also, who is apparently not very many of you, um, Bobby Hall, aka Logic, yeah. is the voice of uh, the palace guard.
2: Um, Interesting.
0: So the, the rapper Logic, he basically just has like a cameo appearance because he's a he's a D and D guy. They've had him on. Um, like, kind of critical role-type stuff before to talk about it. Interesting. Um, nice. And so I think it was mainly just like, hey, do you want to be on this show real quick? And he was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> D&D, it's very accessible. Very widely loved now, especially. Um, and fun yeah. fact about Logic, he actually lives in Utah. So, Wow. that's wow. cool. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Me neither. Um, one final piece of news, and probably the most exciting Which is that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has an official release date of April 5th, 2022. Now, it's had an official release date before, so don't get too excited. However, this one seems a little bit more set in stone because for a while they've just been saying spring of next year. And they've said that since, like, 2019. They've just said spring (laughs) of next year for 2020 or 2021. But now we have an actual date, um, and it's in about two and a half months. So that is super exciting. I'm sure that game will be a ton of fun. They have like almost entirely brick-built levels. Like there's not as much, like non Lego elements in the actual worlds. Cool. cool. And That's honestly, awesome. whatever. If it took them this long, so be it. I'm sure the game is going to be awesome. I have I hope a lot of patience for a game being delayed because I'm sure it will make it better. So
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Can I talk about my hopes
0: for that game just real quick? Yeah, let's hear them. My main hope is that they don't
1: talk. So, yeah. they do talk, however, if you ah, watch the trailer, at yeah, the very there's end... There's a setting. Yeah, there's a setting you can turn on that's just mumble mode, where you can have a mumble like they do mm-hmm. in the original games, and they don't okay, talk at all. Good. Yeah, it, it was super fun. That's
0: the thing, like, I love Lego Marvel Super Heroes. I think that game is super fun, but they're all, like, talking yeah. and stuff, and it's, like, <laughs> one of the, the, some of the charm for me of the original, like, you know, Indiana Jones and Star Wars games is that it's just them going, like, ooh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like it's the goofiest, dumbest little thing and I I love it and I feel like, you know I don't need my Legos to be more realistic, you know what I mean? But that's just me. So I'm glad that there's a mumble mode.
1: I will be turning that on immediately upon <laughs> getting the game. Good. Um so let's let's hear what you have as a segue, Niall. My segue is this.
0: Uh <laughs> this episode is about villains. Um, how do you guys feel about villains? <laughs> positive. That was, that I feel positive good. about them. It was pretty good. Like, here's the thing: it might have been a little bit bumpy, but we're there now. True. We're talking about villains now, and we're no it's, longer talking about the names. True. Um, yeah, J- uh, Jared, talk about villains for a little bit. How do you? feel?
2: I about would that? love to. So I think <laughs> it's a common saying, especially with like superhero movies uh, or or I don't know, Marvel in general, but a lot of people will say a movie is only as good as its villain, right? And you hear that all the time. And I think for a lot, in a lot of cases, that's true, right? You've got like the worst Marvel movies are usually the ones with forgettable villains who you can't really side with. And so when a show or a movie is able to allow us to see the perspective of the villain, understand their motives, and honestly root for them a little bit, that that's, that's, makes all the difference between a, yeah. like a fine movie and a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm, sh- I'm sure we're going to talk about some of the, the greats in, in the villain world. Um, in but yeah, I, I'm usually more excited about a good villain than a good hero. Oh, yeah. Cause it's, it's, yeah. it's easy for me to be like, Oh yeah, I want the guy who's doing good to, to win, yeah. <laughs> right. you know, but it's also, I mean, when it's, an interesting conflict of morals or perspectives that's really what makes a good good ip
1: yeah um so one uh one of the criticisms that martin scorsese famous criticizer of superhero movies has which is pretty valid is that um so many of comic book movie villains are just the same as the hero they just yeah. an evil version of it. So they have the same the, powers. The doppelganger problem. Yeah, it's just the same person, just like except angry. So, <laughs> which really
0: like, especially when you point when you go through the Marvel movies. Oh, it's, it's like, so frequent.
1: <laughs> over the top. Of the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the time. Even like with the newer stuff, like Shang Chi, like. I mean, yeah. his yeah. dad is. But well, but the but thing with is, a kung
0: fu movie. It's like the yeah. bad guys also going to be a kung fu <laughs> movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah movie, of like, course. You know, or, and and sometimes, mean, obviously, it works, works a lot better. Same deal. Yeah, you know? Black Panther yeah, is one of the best ones. Yeah, Ant Man, Ant Man, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man, Iron Man one, one
0: and two. Um yeah. And the, the Hulk, like it, the, the Hulk, list yeah. goes on. Captain America, Captain America, Captain America the Winter Soldier as well. Yeah,
1: like but a lot i mean in time it's just the, same. the
0: hero but angry and this is the reason that the flash is one of my least favorite superheroes actually is because all of his villains are the flash but angry like and it's faster. not like just like one but it's like yeah we have like We've professor got a new, zoom and reverse a new flash speedsters. and everything where it's just like oh no there's another bad guy what does he do he just runs just so fast oh. and i i just got to run just so fast too to take him down just barely faster <laughs> just, than him <laughs> it's just exhausting see which is yeah. why it's
1: crazy to me that show is on season eight like that, that <laughs> I know.
0: like well they they had to start dipping into gorilla grod and king shark and it's like guys this is does not play on, on cw funded no oh, it's <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah the cw budget
1: <laughs> Ugh, yeah it's it's pretty br- brutal um but yeah villains i would say there are still like even a lot of those movies we just mentioned that have the same idea of villain but or hero, but angry, um, are still really good, but it is a val- val- a very valid criticism for superhero movies. Um, but I think there can still be intriguing and genuinely good villain. Like for yeah. Shang-Chi, especially, I thought that, you know, he was an excellent part of that movie. Probably yeah. my favorite part the was, movie was the... like one of the best yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome. Um, so I don't know, whatever, Martin Scorsese, <laughs> what do you know? You washed up old hag. Yeah.
0: You don't even know about movies. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, with villains, it really is, um, no matter how captivating your hero is, whenever, like, I remember when I found out that Iron Man 2 was coming out, the first thing that I Google searched was, Iron Man 2 villain. Like, hmm. who's he fighting? Who's the bad guy? Because that's that's the interesting thing. Like, with the Spider-Man movies, it's like, it's Spider-Man, but you know he's got this crazy rogues gallery. Who's he going up against? Yeah. You know? And the same with Batman. Like, when I found out that this new Batman movie was going to be um, the Riddler, yeah. oh, and that yeah. the Penguin was going to be there, mm-hmm. like, that's exciting there. to me, because we haven't really seen a good version of the Riddler yet. We've seen We've a, seen version a of the
2: great version of the <laughs> Penguin,
0: though. True, yes, yeah. Oh true. man, Daniel Dan- DeVito. Daniel
1: yeah.
0: DeVito, dude. Uh, what a guy. <laughs> Daniel. But, uh, yeah, I just, I'm excited. And, and villains are really, I think especially when we're talking sequels, villains become the draw. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we already know that character. Why are we interested in seeing him again? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's he going up against now? What's happening? Yeah. And I think that, that villains really kind of, it's like Jared said, they they make the movie. Yeah. There's... Oh, and
1: they, they did that perfectly with Ant-Man 2, with Ghost. I mean, what a perfect villain to bring <laughs> audiences in. <sighs>
0: Did you hear the rumors? There's rumors that they're going to retroactively make Ghost the first
1: mutant. Really? That would be very well, not interesting. like the first
0: mutant, but like the first mutant to appear in the in the.
1: No, that doesn't make sense because Wanda showed up way before that, and they yeah, already but she's not a mutant. Yeah, but they she's heavily a, implied she's it. A witch. They heavily implied it in WandaVision. No. They just didn't say because they 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 retroactively made it so she had her powers before they got quote unquote enhanced, and so right. I I think. They were. It's only a matter of time. to like, oh, yeah, you're one of them mutants now, aren't you? Like, they're going to do some, <laughs> some weird hand little... fisted. Oh, <laughs> la, oh, she's actually a mutant. who's right. <laughs> like in the comics, and now we own the rights, and we didn't in 2015 or whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, actually, so plot hole in what you said back there, Niall. Um, Iron Man 2 came out in <laughs> 2010, and you said you Googled. Um, who the villain and would google be. Google didn't exist google. until 2013. Exactly, yep. So. so I just wanted to point that out. So. Gotcha. That's my bad.
2: Google didn't well, exist uh, until 2013. Uh, no, it did, <laughs> did. google uh, it, it was my intent. I'm to... glad that
0: Lucas and I were both just on the exact same page with that. I am too. I'm very impressed you well, picked
1: up that. Well,
2: because I don't know. I was thinking <laughs> 2000. Even
1: <laughs> maybe I've I've no which clue. I think is more accurate. So t- than... <laughs> 2013 would mean that not Google is, a nine. Google yeah, is a nine. Yeah, Google's old.
0: nine years old.
1: That's it, why I was taking a uh, back. It friends. came out
0: the same year as
1: Iron Man three. three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, you can you can use something called a quote unquote search engine to look <laughs> up engine. quote unquote. Facts and cool trivia know. about our new movie Iron Man 3.
0: Go to you don't have Google to know the website you're already looking for. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna look up on the site Google when Google When did
0: Google start?
2: Yeah. It's gonna
1: tell you 2013 because it's
0: we, just gonna say Google has always been. And then it's gonna <laughs> slap you in the face. And then your phone's gonna glitch out and then turn off. <laughs> um but while you're looking that up, uh we've got some questions we that we have do. prepared to talk about um, and while we're talking about villains being the the what makes the movie the movie is only as strong as its villain I think that is a good uh, thing to tie into Lucas's so Lucas uh, segue please
1: it was in the late 90s by the way late 90s late '90s. Gotcha. Uh okay well speaking of a villain from the late 90s what is sure. a villain <laughs> you like more than the hero opposing them
0: interesting question. Do they have to be from the
2: late 90s? No,
1: that had nothing to do with the late (laughs) 90s. I just really tried to segue it there and was unable to. But it can be a villain from anything ever. Also, something to keep in mind, a villain can be a protagonist. So, for example...
0: Ah, see, I was going to say that we can't talk about Gru because he's the good guy.
1: Uh... Well, I wasn't. But gonna if the talk villain's a the protagonist, then, then I has got to be. What Venom about Wreck, it, Venom too, wreck like it Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wreck It from Wreck It Ralph, of course. Yeah, Wreck It. Sure. I'll, so I'll, I'll go first.
2: I've got a couple, um, but I don't think anyone will say them. I will go with my first, my first thought. Yeah. Um, okay. And this is a character from a show that I don't particularly love. I know it has a huge go. audience that people people just adore this this show, uh, and that is Phineas and Ferb, uh, but the character oh, of yeah. Dr. Doofenshmirtz is hilarious, and he always gets oh, me. Yeah. He's a failed inventor, for those who don't know, and he's very zany and wacky, and clearly <laughs> the villain. What's um, the show
1: called, you said? Phineas and Fern? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> That's the one. Is it yeah, an that's animated one... television series it of sorts is. for the the youth? Live
0: action, for the... <laughs> um, but with heavy, heavy filters on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from, from the late 90s. From
2: the late <laughs> 90s. <laughs> from the late okay, 90s. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think he's very fun and cute. And he, I mean, obviously his plot is the same every time. To do something that, like, to... I don't know, amend some minor inconvenience in his life with an <laughs> over-the-top machine um, that always backfires on him. But I think that's the one part of the show that I I, I really enjoy. It all yeah. just repeats every time, kind of like a very yeah. Scooby-Doo-esque uh, formula. Yeah. But
0: I almost did a different question for my question just so that I could talk about Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I was going to say... <laughs> Who's, um, which villain has the best motivation? And my answer is Dr. Schmerz because I just think the funniest thing that that show has done at all is, um, making his goal to rule the tri state area. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's so funny. It's like, villains are always after, like, to run the city or to run the world or the country or something like that but tri-state area is just such a specific (laughs) geographical choice i think that it's so so funny
1: yeah
0: and every time he says it i just i laugh yeah it's a good joke. and i want to watch the rest of his story just to
1: clarify i do know what phineas and ferb is and i rather (laughs) enjoyed it as a youngster i have not watched it in quite a while however yeah i I have
0: a roommate Um,
1: I have a roommate who I think is 25,
0: 26. He watches it every day. <laughs> it's
1: always on. That's in our that's too much. I would say. Yeah, that might be a little too much. I would say there are better shows for a twenty five year old. Like, watching.
0: I, I'm not exaggerating. It is there is not a day goes by that Phineas and Ferb is not played on our TV at least once.
1: You should introduce him to. Uh... Anything peacemaker. else. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker. He would love... Very, very similar in <laughs> Yeah, similar tone. Kind of vibe. Did you start uh, watching
0: that, Niall? No, I haven't. Jared? But I've, I've no. heard some some things. Um, I'm going
2: to give one more uh, because it was my runner-up. But Please. I I don't think you guys will say it. Uh, so I'm just going to take a, take a swing at it. Um, <clears throat> and that is Principal Rooney from... Paris Bueller's day off. Um, You like him more than (laughs) Paris? In a lot of ways, yes. He is hilarious. Yeah, that's a good answer. And his whole motivation is to just rat on this one kid who skipped a class nine times.
1: Breaking into his home. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Anyway, I I I think he adds a lot to the story.
0: Nine
1: times,
2: Uh, and
0: yeah. That's he's that, great. One of my favorite, all. one of my favorite shots in all of film growing up was when he's running through the hall, and he has to walk
1: past all, yeah, of the, all doors the doors. Oh, I love that. I just that. think it's so funny
0: <laughs> and very telling awesome. of the character. You know, like that's one of those good show don't tell moments where he's like, he
1: just cares about how people
0: see yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, yeah. he's like it.
1: almost like a live. I, I don't know. If you guys haven't watched The Simpsons that much, but he's almost like a live action version of Principal Skinner yeah um yeah but
0: probably no he, um, he
1: is so
0: my answer is and there have been multiple iterations of this character, but um mine is specifically the TV show
1: um, reverse flesh <laughs> um, there's so many iterations of the character at this point it's like <laughs> come on guys, we get it
0: uh no, but so obviously I want to talk about something like, I was thinking about all of the great duos of villains, like hero mm. villain. You know, you've got like Batman and the Joker, which was, it was yeah. hard for me to not say the Joker or, you know, another example. Um, but my, my Principal one that I Principal and, <laughs> and Ferris Bueller. Bueller, Exactly. They're always at each other. Um, but my answer is the BBC Sherlock's Moriarty. Oh, nice. Mm, nice. Um, I thought you hated I tough. just, yeah, dude. I think that that dude, I cannot remember the actor's name.
1: John Cleese. But, yeah, John Cleese.
0: <laughs> For those who don't know, it's not John Cleese. <laughs> um, but, I just think that, like, his first introduction in that one episode where they're talking by the pool, and he just, oh, like.
1: so good. He's
0: talking, like, at first you're really kind of confused. I remember watching it for the first time as a pretty young kid and just thinking like this dude's Moriarty, like he's so goofy and weird and like talking in a weird voice and everything and like what's going on. But then when Sherlock's like people are dying and then he responds with that, that's what people do. (laughs) And like just screams and you're kind of like, whoa, okay. Like freaky." (laughs) And you just realize that this dude is like a total genius, but also totally unhinged. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is Sherlock's Joker. You know? Yeah. Because it's, like, with all of the differences that they have, they're doing the same thing, and they're made specifically to go up against each other. And that dude just had it perfect, where basically, like, where Sherlock doesn't have a personality, he's got this kind of over-the-top, really obnoxious, weird personality. And it's just, like, that counterbalance that, like, he... He's just, like, the perfect foil. Just totally opposite, but also exactly the same. Yeah. And mm. I, like, every scene that he's in, like, you you want to put your phone on do not disturb kind of thing. Where it's like, okay, he's here, let's see what he does, yeah. you know? And I love it. And that, to me, is, like... I don't know. I just don't think you can get much better villain. I love, yeah, shows.
1: I I loved that show. I still love it, honestly. I'll,
0: I might have to give it another. It, watch. It's, it's been, really it's good on the time. rewatch
1: as well because I I've watched yeah. it few a few through, watched it a few times through. You got this. <laughs> Thank you. <There> you go. <laughs> and um, it because I watched it the first time as it was airing, which honestly I was probably too young to be watching it as it was airing because I was like, sure, it's intense, it, dude. It's, it was it's dark. like early junior high. So I was like probably twelve, and there's like a lot of grisly murders. And a lot of stuff like that and I was like, maybe I won't like it as much on the rewatch and I did it's still awesome um, People don't love the last season which I get and you know Obviously Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman blew up after those after that show and as that show was still airing Right. Um, but they still you know made it work and I thought I thought it ended well
0: um, I'm not a huge fan of season four. Yeah,
1: but like it it works good. like th- I think there are definitely worse final seasons of shows um however it's fine it's just like how does this how did it how did we get here
0: yeah from yeah. where we were yeah you know for sure it's Do definitely they go not. to space no they no. go <laughs> to space they drive a car in space yeah. and ludicrous is there <laughs> <In> ludic- <laughs>
1: hey, i haven't watched that one yet guys don't spoil it for me sorry 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 oh sorry <laughs> Um, in case you were wondering, that's a reference to F9, the ninth <laughs> installment in the Fast and Furious franchise where they do go to space. The best. And Ludacris is there. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Sherlock, a, a good property. It's, well, I would say Fast and Furious is good, but still good if they were making it
0: more consistently good. We'll say different,
1: that. Different sides of the same coin. Yeah, yeah same exact coin, <laughs> just different takes on it.
2: Hey, Lucas, what's your answer? Anyway,
1: (laughs) let me just finish my thought on Moriarty um, and just share a little memory I have with this show because I loved it so much. Obviously, if you have seen the show, if you've not seen the show and you don't want to, um, you know, have it spoiled for you, maybe skip ahead. Timestamp. (laughs) Timestamp. Okay, I'll timestamp it. Spoilers for Sherlock.
0: The spoiler section for Sherlock.
1: (laughs) So, at the end of season two, Moriarty kills himself. And he also, bum, 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 he, he, he put, that's the sound <laughs> music. Um, so he puts Sherlock in a position where he also has to die, and Sherlock, quote unquote, kills himself as well by jumping off a building. And bum, bum, ba, dum, <laughs> yeah, that, that's Sorry. an appropriate response. <laughs> um, But everyone is like, okay, well, they're making more of this show. So how are they going to bring Sherlock back? Um, And so because of Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman's extremely busy schedule, it was an entire year and a half to two years between seasons two and three. And so during that entire time, you know, me and my buddies who had watched that show were like, how's he going to do it? And we were so excited for season three premiere. Mm. Um, And ultimately, they don't end up really explaining it which I liked because there were so many ridiculous theories on how Sherlock survived. They just gave a few scenarios where it was like, oh, okay, maybe he did this or maybe he did that. And they didn't tell you exactly how he did it, which is, it works for the show. Um, but the funny thing you say with you mentioning Moriarty, um, you liking him more than Sherlock, something a lot of people have, who like a criticism a lot of people have for that show that don't like it is Sherlock, the character of Sherlock Holmes in that is like, what dumb people think smart people are like and which is yeah it's just like i think a really funny criticism of that character yeah. because if you watch it through that perspective it's just like oh okay yeah it, it, you can definitely yeah. see why people have that i still like i still love that show right it was in my top 10 but
0: at the same time Reading Sherlock Holmes stories is
1: kind oh, of same. Totally thing. Like, like That's that. how. Yeah.
0: That's what the character. Except is, he's you know
1: way smarter and everyone else on earth is like a sack of dimes. Is like, like <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, it's
1: like way bigger. A di- way bigger difference. But anyway, my answer for the question of which villain do I like more than the hero that opposes them is Kylo Drum Ren. Roll in your brain
0: nice that's good so that's a really good good answer.
1: Good i you know we've talked a lot about the sequel trilogy and i'm not going to get into it that much however i think that kylo ren is the best part of that trilogy save yeah. his quote unquote redemption arc in episode nine um yeah. i still think that character is the best part of that movie um and yeah. just in general i think obviously they, they could have handled him better as far as how they yeah ended up concluding his story but, um, it I just really, really like the idea of him being, I don't know, I, I just like how Han Solo's kid turned out to be evil and he was like influenced by the force and Adam Driver is one of the few people to make it out of this series, this, you know, sequel, <laughs> sequel trilogy yeah. and have a career after it <laughs> uh, yeah. because yeah.
0: exactly what happened with Harrison yeah, Ford. Yep. And, and Carrie a lot of, Fisher. <laughs>
1: Uh, no. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah. <laughs> the thing the thing about yeah she became the voice of Peter Griffin's boss in <laughs>
1: yeah she really she really made it but honestly like pretty big pretty big glow you, up. yeah if you're in a thing even like if you're in something as big as Star Wars obviously you can coast that for the rest of your life with comic cons and just like residuals and everything like that Um but for item drivers Kylo Ren I thought he was the best part of the show uh, not the show, the the series, the trilogy, um, and I was, you know, real bummed to see him die at the end. I thought that was a really, yeah. really dumb thing to do. Espe- like, yeah. I thought it was dumb for them to redeem him, but then I thought it was even dumber for them to kill him. Because <laughs> yeah. why even Kylo redeem Ren him good. if you're just going to kill him anyway? Truth. Kylo Ren good, kiss bad. I agree. <laughs> see, I would have been um, way more... Kiss
0: romantic.
1: <laughs> ben swallow Ben Swolo Good. 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 I I think in all three movies, he's the best best part part by far.
0: Um, If you want to hear how to make uh, Kylo Ren way, way better in episode nine, go and listen to my hot take about what episode nine should have been in our sequel trilogy episode, because honestly, (laughs) it would have been way cooler.
2: Which fun fact is our most listened to episode. It is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. By a lot. I think a lot of video
1: games video games is pretty high up mm-hmm. though too. A lot of people It's like pushing 90 right. I think now. a lot of people want to listen to our <laughs> uh sequel trilogy episode partially because it's one of our first ones and partially yeah. because a lot of people have very strong opinions on those movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. ourselves lot <laughs> to say. And so they yeah. want to either yeah, have yeah. them validated or vehemently oppose them. Um Right. So, yeah. In and you know, that Renner, we are Kylo all Renner. villains yeah. in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, that's true. Kylo Ren is, I think, the um, one redeeming quality of those, Or one oh, of the redeeming oh,
0: qualities. Bonus answer for this question, King Ghidorah in Not- Godzilla, King of the oh, okay. Monsters. Sick. Wow. Sure. Um, because Godzilla in that movie sucked. He was super <laughs> late. King Ghidorah was way cool. My, and the only good part of that movie.
2: My other bonus answer is Yzma and Kronk. From Emperor's oh, New Groove.
0: Wow, good pick.
2: Yeah, I should that's have said really that, but that's okay. Well, let's move on to our next question. Do we want to do uh, Niles?
1: Yeah, let's, do, let's my, do Niles. I think that
0: that sounds good. Let me get my phone out to remember what it was. Which villain? Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, recently in entertainment, um, and by recently I mean for the last couple of years. Um, there's kind of been this interest in giving villains their their time to shine and letting villains be the protagonists. Boo.
1: Um,
0: I have <laughs> which I think was all. Yeah, <laughs> it was all kicked off by Despicable Me. And from there, um, everybody was like, yeah, the villain should be the good guy.
2: Like, um, I know we've got Maleficent and
1: Cruella in recent uh, Yeah, but recent I'll, I'll go years. first. I'll answer first. And then let me first preface my answer by saying I think that this has a lot of potential to be a really cool thing that um, you know happens in Hollywood and in general like in TV shows Um, but I think that too often especially with the Venom movies which are probably the most successful other than Joker they which is baffling to me the Venom anyway but the thing they do is that they take this cool iconic villain they put them in the protagonist role of the film, meaning the main character, and then they, they make them a good guy. Or they make them more of a good guy than <laughs> they would be usually. Which is not at all like the whole point of why I would be interested in watching something like that. Would seeing would be seeing an interesting villain as the protagonist. Like in Breaking Bad, for example. I think that's the best example of a villain as the main character. Like if you were to if you were to watch the first episode and then watch like an episode in season three or four or five and not see any of his arc, you'd just be like, oh my gosh, this guy's horrible! Like, he, he, his arc is just so phenomenal and so engaging, um, and so I think it's just I, I there's a lot of potential to have the villain as the protagonist. It's just too often becomes like either goofy or silly, or they just become a good guy at the end. And that it's just like ugh, because a lot of times, too, for like the Venom or Joker and whatever, they don't end up fighting the uh, an actual good guy. They fight another version of themselves or like another villain or they don't really have an antagonist. Yeah, same thing. And so it's like it would be cool to see. This isn't my answer, but. You know, for just like Joker and then versus Batman, but it's totally from the perspective of Joker the whole time. Yeah. Like, something like that would be really cool. And, you know, I don't love Joker personally, but I will say that they did a good job of not making him a good guy. Like, he's not... He doesn't end the movie and it's just like, oh, okay, now he's going to go off and, like, fight crime. Now um, I'm the bad guy. Now, yeah, and he doesn't <laughs> have... Yeah, they're like... <laughs> there, there are problems I had with that movie, but that I think they ultimately do pretty well. Um, I think... For me, my my my, uh, my answer is Magneto, um, because mm. I love the X-Men so much, and Magneto, I think, is the best, one of the best part of those movies, like, out of all of the movies. I think Magneto was perfectly cast with Ian McKellen and Michael Fassbender. Both those actors are phenomenal in those roles, but I think that X-Men First Class does a really good job of having Magneto in a protagonist role and still having him as the, like, becoming a villain. Um, and so I think that has kind of like scratched that itch for me. Um, and so that, that would be really cool to have, but I think X-Men First Class and Daisy Future Past to an extent as well, did that really well because originally after X-Men Origins, they were going to make Magneto origin, like X-Men Origins Magneto, but they decided to do X-Men First Class instead, which I think is a much better idea. Um, but my other answer would be, I think it would be really cool to have, a video game or a movie or series or something, but just something from the perspective of Ganondorf, because there is not a lot that we get as far as lore. Like each, each game, each Zelda game has its own little, you know, tidbits about how he came into being and stuff like that. Yeah. And Ganon. Yeah, exactly. And that's all you really need for a you know a game like that, but it would be really cool to have, <laughs> Let's just say a game, a game where you play as Ganondorf, and he's just like wreaking havoc, like something like a a God of War or like a Dark Souls thing, where he's just like super powerful and he's just like his his intents are malicious. And you know he's fighting Link. Like if the next Zelda game was whatever they planned for a Zelda game, but it's you play as Ganondorf the whole time and you don't know what Link's story. Like you don't know what he's doing with the dungeons or helping Zelda or whatever. You capture Zelda you do all that stuff like that, I think would be really fun. Um, And I think people would probably like it a lot because I think Zelda as a series in general is really cool and Ganondorf, I think, is an excellent villain. Jared? Let's hear your answer. I, I yes. see you looking around your room, and tr- I think you're doing the same thing I was doing, which is looking at the properties you have on display and trying to come up with a, with new, a answer. new answer. With <laughs> new yes. Because so, I was, like, looking at my books to, like, post, I was like, hmm, what yeah. could I do? And then I just oh you know, boy, rings posters. I'm like, oh, yeah. So, of the rings is good and fun. friends,
2: um, <laughs> listeners, my original Country answer um, was a big joke, a big meme, and now the joke has been a little spoiled. It was so funny I, I I pitched a a very political drama uh, set in Wonderland, following a very self aware Queen of Hearts and the the show. It'd be a mini series on Netflix. And we'd call it House of Cards.
0: <laughs> it's a great joke. It's a good joke. Totally got ruined.
2: Um, which is totally fine because you know <laughs> I have been looking around my room trying to come up with a different answer. Um, and I will tell you another answer right
1: what? now. No.
2: So I think along the lines of an animated uh, movie. I think toy story is a very cool but it also mm. doesn't ever really get the humans perspective and i know we've i know that's been the told a lot the <laughs> well i was going to say <laughs> specifically sid who is <laughs> okay. the villain sid um, story but i don't know i think it could be very creepy very uh very much it maybe this is just a short film. <laughs> yeah. Disney yeah. plus, yeah. Gonna,
0: Disney do plus like a horror literal. series. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of do him like, just in his, his horror workshop series. just <laughs> splicing together.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's very much like a Frankenstein's monster if you think about it. You know? Sure. He makes this uh this very creepy, you know, uh monstrosity that should never exist and then it ultimately comes to life and you know, actively Harms him and haunts his life, and so Frank and Sid. yeah, Frank and Sid, Niall, genius. You sh- You and I should <laughs> sit go. down let's in do the it. in let's the writing room. Let's
0: pitch it to Pixar. And pitch it to <laughs> Pixar. <love> it.
2: <laughs> so that's that's my answer. Maybe just some mini-series that's like super spooky
1: about toys coming to life and the big spook. haunting. Dang, that's a good it. idea. That I actually, honestly like it. Yeah. Also, I I'm now obsessed with the idea of. Putting noun story (laughs) like human story, human story, Sid story,
0: story, pig story. Um, but uh, my answer I'm not gonna change it just because I think that there's some (coughs) insight to be shared about Magneto. Um, my answer was also Magneto, um, and the reason that I think that he would work as a protagonist still a villain, still doing bad guy things, um, is because he, um, like for, for those that don't know when the X-Men was originally published and even to this day, they, um, they represent this stuff. Um, it was, it was very much like an allegory for the civil rights movement in the United States. Um, with professor X kind of being like the Martin Luther King Jr., and Magneto being the Malcolm X, you know, both of them fighting for a good cause, but doing it in a different way, and and thus kind of, you know, having, having different public views of, of their tactics, and I think that's what makes Magneto such a fascinating character, is that if you're seeing his whole story, if you're seeing where he starts and where that takes him, you don't even necessarily think of what he's doing as evil you don't think of him as a bad guy you just see that he's doing it maybe the wrong way Hmm. um and so what i would like to see is maybe some sort of movie or even a tv series that's just like called like magneto and the brotherhood or even just the brotherhood and it's him like magneto story (laughs) um and it's just him and his group Like fighting against even just like the U.S. government, maybe Um. throw in some X-Men stuff, but have it be like almost more of a political thing than anything else still with superpowers, um, but kind of really drive in like this is what Magneto and the X-Men was about initially and let's really show that stuff. I think that it would just be really, really interesting to watch. And I think that it would be
1: fun and good and cool. I can't even explain to you how much I would love something like that. That would just Magneto be so story. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Magneto story with the brotherhood and all that. Just, ooh, good. Oh, Great. It would be awesome. amazing. I think. I think what we have to consider, though, for
2: a lot of this is like the villains themselves, a lot of what makes them good is the context of the story that they're in. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that makes so sense. like Interesting. Uh, with Magneto, his the political context, this, the introduction of these superhumans in the world, it was really it, taking him out of that context would I feel like a lot of times maybe be detrimental to the character. Yeah,
0: it Takes away a lot of the cool.
2: Exactly. So what I actually wanted to do for my question um, is ask you guys, what character would you take from their property and drop them into the world with different heroes than mm. they're accustomed to, and wreck it Ralph into Toy Story. Exactly, <laughs> exactly what I want. Um, so, wreck it story. <laughs> <stupid>. Wreck it story. <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to hear like maybe a pitch. If so, Lucas, if you want to start and give us the pitch of the movie, yeah, pitch. Just it. like pitch uh, the
1: plot. Okay.
0: This is us giving Lucas a second chance because he botched it. The yeah, first
2: he really thing. did not. Do I good. did.
1: I, I really did not do good. I'm, no, I maybe, I true. maybe, maybe joked about them some things that I did not realize I was joking about until I started saying it. I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't be joking about that. Mass <laughs> <That's> genocide. <laughs> a lot of voice. really <laughs> insensitive. Yeah. Yeah, really. I'm not gonna repeat it, but um, I was like, my initial idea then. Grew to be too big, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's
0: when you when you try to put the <laughs> villain of Schindler's List into anything else." It just I, highly... just,
1: yeah, it, it really is kind of brutal. So I'll just straight. <laughs> but yeah,
2: give it in like a pitch format. Like like we're okay. in the boardroom, and you got like Niall You're and executives. I. We're already in the writers' room working on some wow, projects. Wow, wow. All wow. right,
1: all right. In a world <laughs> where world. magic exists and Hogwarts is good. Voldemort is not a threat. <laughs>
2: so, now he's old news.
1: He's old okay, news. Yeah, he's he's, he's out of here. We're done with that. We're Let's, done with Voldemort. And he has been replaced with Sauron, king of Ooh. Mordor oh, from That's Lord of the Rings. Thing. Lord Correct? of Lord of the Rings. I don't know if he's ever Loder. called king of Mordor, but he is Loder. the Lord of the Rings. Um and so Sauron has been introduced to the world of Harry Potter. With him comes the Tower, all of Mordor and Mount Doom, all the orcs and Urukai and everything that come along with him, and they oh are trying gosh. to lay waste to you know what is Planet Earth because that's where Harry Potter takes place, sure. and Harry Potter and his little gang of you know at this point misfits, misfits, yeah, sure, misfits. <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter's misfits have to take on <laughs> Sauron and you know all the crap that he's got going on with him, and sure. so I think it'd be really cool to see something because you know Voldemort is already a thinly veiled veiled okay let me just say i am 23 years old and my voice cracks at least once a day i don't know why or how sauron harry potter could be pretty cool why not now let me
2: let me ask this because i know one cool element of harry potter is that they have to hide everything from the muggles right they don't want anyone to know about this magic world is that the same deal or are they like are they going to be out in the public That's a good question. You know, that could be
1: cool. That could be, you know, Sauron's introduction could totally break that rule. They could just say, you know what, we have to be present in the public eye now because Sauron is just such a huge threat that, like, it's just something that has to happen. See, no, actually, that's a really good point. If they are insistent on continuing Harry Potter stuff, that could be a cool way of... uh, That could be a cool thing for them to look at as far as going further. Like, if they wanted to... Instead of doing more prequel stuff with Harry Potter, like, if they wanted to move forward with that world that could be a cool way to do that not with sauron obviously but like having another big threat show up and saying this guy is so big that we have to reveal ourselves to the world and just kind of i don't know maybe that wouldn't be the greatest thing because part of harry potter's appeal is like the mystery behind it
2: yeah but at this point like we've said we've harry potter's run its course in a lot of ways so i do think if they
1: if they do something new with it they would have to completely reinvent it and maybe that would be the way to do it but yeah, no. I think my, I think it, we probably cut out midway through me talking about how I'm 23 years old, and my voice still cracks at least once a day.
0: But I that's just wanted to rant you know. about how that that <laughs>
1: it's it's annoying. I don't like how it's that still,
0: happens. It's still the case. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Um, okay. okay so give
2: me yours. Here's my pitch. Yeah, do it in a pitch Ready? pitch format again. So
0: put on your best suits and ties and be my studio execs while I pitch this to. Your studio. Uh,
2: you you um, must be Mr. Thorley. Please. Uh,
0: Mr. Thorley. Have a seat. Here's my very good and not bad idea. Um, we open on the Starship Enterprise, oh, which is from uh, Star Trek, if you didn't know. Yes. Um, yeah, we're aware. We produced that movie. So, yes, you're the studio <laughs> we are the that studio. makes Star Trek. We're Paramount. Um, Paramount, that's the one. So, we... <laughs> open on the starship enterprise they're you know joking around and having a good time
2: uh, Uh, scotty's
0: being funny and everyone else is being less funny they get a distress call okay from a planet (laughs) that they know about and it's like hey there's an issue but then it like (coughs) glitches out and they don't get to hear the rest of it so they're like, oh, snap, let's go to that planet oh, and no. fix the problem, whatever it is. Find out what's going on. So they, Sulu punches <laughs> it, and they go to this planet.
1: Sulu this punches planet, the, oh, okay. Punch, he, no, he punches, like, warp like, speed. punch it, Sulu. <laughs> I thought you meant yeah. Yeah, yeah, physical
0: punch. No, executive. No. You would know, yeah, you com- would know that that's. What I'm saying. No, he's, yeah, he's I'm just, just the money. Yeah, he's just the money. He's the money. I'm a little okay. more involved. I'm talking to creative He's the brain. He's the
1: he's so. a face. I'm just the money, the, the fat loaf with the money. You know. How Please so proceed. So listen. They go into so hyperspace. Listen. So listen.
0: They go into hyperspace. They get to this planet. It's a very technological planet. All the buildings are super techie. All of the people are like half cyborgs, oh. but they're still people. Like the board. they got chips in their brains and stuff like the board. They've got, um, from they've Star- got like chips in their brains and stuff. They're like super advanced, right? Yes. And they find out that this planet has been taken over by none other. Has been hacked into and taken over by none other than Hal Nine Thousand from Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey.
2: Ooh. Oh, um, if only the planet yeah, had Nord My VPN. favorite
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> that was good. That so, was really, really. Good. Um, Thanks. They
0: uh, they get there and basically they have this whole dilemma of we can't just blow this planet up because there are people here that have been taken over. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how do we how do we stop Hal Nine Thousand? Who is this planet now? He's more than just this one robot. He is everything. Everything is Hal Nine Thousand. And they, you know, find the person that gave them the distress call. It's kind of this dude who never got upgraded, you know, avoided all of the mandatory chippings and whatnot. He's kind of like a Psycho Sam tinfoil hat wearing type dude. Cool. Um,
2: Played by Zach uh, Galifianakis.
0: Played by Zach Galifianakis, uh, George Lopez. And uh, they um, basically just have to figure out, okay, how are we going to stop HAL 9000, who is now an entire planet? I think it could be super cool. Yeah. Also, that I just would love Hot awesome. 9000, and I want him to be a part of basically a, a good movie. <laughs> a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, controversial.
1: Yeah. Ooh, a hot take.
2: No, it's that's the hottest take, and we're going to keep that throughout mm-hmm. the the remainder of our run. So the next yeah. two episodes
1: <laughs> until we hit fifty. We're ending at fifty, guys. It's been fun. It's been good, but uh, we're out of here.
2: Um, cool. I I love those both of those answers actually. Um, and I have been saving my X-Men answer. I know we're all allowed at least one X-Men answer per episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so get, 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 I've yep. been saving as, my... As has been the rule since yeah, the beginning of the podcast. The very beginning. To Everyone that listens knows
0: you get one X-Men answer per episode. Per episode. Yep.
2: They're so versatile and you can do so much with them. They are. So here's my pitch i'm going to pitch right back to you after (laughs) you pitched us your movie i'll say that's great but this is what i think we (laughs) should do (laughs) okay Okay.
1: and i'm still there i'm still yeah you're still there we still need your money i'm still the money man and i still have a voice that cracks
2: let's go back to 1960 something sure the civil rights movement is at its peak probably um i don't don't know my history very well (laughs) um we have this new uh class of of human called mutants and two big political forces uh or figures have begun to emerge professor x so they call him and Mm -hmm. magneto now, Professor wait, wait, wait.
1: X... So, let me get this straight. This is the 60s, yeah. and you're calling who mutants? People with superpowers. Oh, okay. Just wanted to clarify. Okay. I,
2: I don't know the timeline of these things. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I'm just taking a stab at it. That's for yeah, the the, for the writer's team to, to, to come up with. Sure. They'll now, figure out all those Professor superstars. X... I did preface that this was X-Men related, so I thought it was...
1: I thought it was clear. Yeah, anyway. no, that's fine. You're See, yeah, I'm 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 only the money. I have no none of the brains. That's true. I'm
0: creative. Yeah. I'm the creative, so talk to me. Okay. Just make eye contact with me.
2: Okay. So Professor X is preaching, hey, we can live in harmony even though we have powers and let's demonstrate that. And then Magneto is saying the opposite, like, hey, we're not gonna get pushed around. We gotta stand up for ourselves. But I want to interject a third party to this conflict. Another mutant, who has the ability to take away the mutant's powers, right? Ooh. And so you, and this character would of course be Amon from the Legend of Korra
0: so, series. Oh, I've now, never seen
1: that. Now, what's
2: what's cool about that is he is an equalist, <laughs> is what they call him. He thinks that the the disparity between benders and non-benders has become too great and he wants to even the playing field, even though he is a bender himself. Now, this would be cool because a lot of mutants are very self-conscious about their, their mutination. Mutation. Mutination? <laughs> there it is. Mutination. You
1: have the word. You just made it longer than it <laughs> I <made> know. It.
2: <laughs> so they take their mutination abilities, uh, and, and he can remove them, He also gains a lot of favor with the government because they're like, yeah, we don't want these people on the streets. And so they start getting this huge political, like he has a lot of political power and he's able to kind of introduce this new option for change within this world. And I think it would be very, very cool and very neat having the three parties go after each other.
0: I straight up love it. Like even if it wasn't like Amon, but just like a, Different, like I think that plot line for an X Men series, like that's super cool. Yeah. A mutant whose power is to take mutants' powers away, they're and mutinations. then he becomes like their mutant ancients, Sorry, and he becomes like basically super politically supported. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you take that out? Because not only is he, you know, like taking people's powers away, but he's also backed by the u.s government like i i think it's awesome yeah if that story doesn't already exist which i'm sure something very similar does um just because at this point what haven't the comics covered <laughs> sure um i think that that's a story that should be made i think it sounds super awesome yeah well, and I'm, not, mean, I'm not i'm not really replacing
2: that. him i know just they have like a person right right right
1: and it's bad so still yeah exactly <laughs> i think it'd be cool yeah no i agree I don't know. They, I have not watched Legend of Korra, so I don't know. That's basically
2: the his whole thing in that, is he takes away people's bending. That's pretty cool. Um, what type of a bender I, is he? he? Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. Watch, go watch the to show.
1: Go watch is the he show. an egg bender? <laughs> he's an egg bender. He's a rat bender. A rat he's bender. <laughs> a rat <laughs> bender. <laughs> <laughs> See... <laughs>
0: There is no easier way to make Lucas laugh than to say the word rat. He
1: just immediately loses his mind. I wish it weren't true, but it is. It's just 100% accurate. Dude, rat bending, like, just imagine my mind is so funny. Um, well, I think we've reached our... Uh, I think we've reached our... Yeah, so I think we've
2: it. finally hit the end
1: of the episode. <laughs> we finally hit the end of the episode. We eight After eight hours. After talking
2: about
0: a, yeah, a, a solid eight hours. <laughs> we rounded it out. Um. But, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hop on over to Instagram, yeah. y'all. You listener. Let me there's an Instagram page that's called Man Cave Movie Night. And if you go there, there's... Things in the story that you can participate in. Mm -hmm. We ask these questions to you so that you can, you know, have your voice heard. We won't read them, but you can definitely send in your answer. (laughs) Yeah. See, I just Uh, realized I had
1: actually a friend of mine call me and was like explaining his answer. And I was like, oh, no. And then I just totally forgot. But shout out to Daniel Mortensen for answering that question. He said. Daniel
0: Mortensen. That's not a name that I've heard. No, he
1: he hasn't listened yet. But I told him about the podcast and he followed us on Instagram. Or he saw my story. He said a Quick uh, shout out. Quick shout out to Daniel. Um, Shout out, Daniel. He mentioned uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, inserting him into something because of how phenomenal that character is.
0: Yeah. So if he listens,
1: and if he listens to the very end of the episode, he'll hear his shout out.
0: We love you. We're like PC laptops
1: because we love you. (laughs) Yes. Um,
0: But yeah, so thank you so much for listening. If you go over to Instagram, um, we're going to try to get. I know that we've said this a billion times, but this time it's for real. We're gonna to try to get more of that kind of fan stuff going on places where you can participate um, send in your questions, send in your answers. Uh, we're gonna start maybe doing some stories where we share those answers and
1: talk about you know like what we think sounds cool, what we think sounds lame um, all that stuff and hey you know honestly so yeah. if you like the podcast, it would be it would mean so much to us if you would share it with your friends because yeah, honestly the, the best like, the best marketing strategy is word of mouth. So if you shared yeah. it with one friend and that one friend shared it with another friend, then that's two new listeners, you know? And, and we make... at the top would be
2: rich. And we
1: at the top, <laughs> we exactly. have made a grand total of zero dollars off of this adventure. Yeah. The pyramid scheme fun. is
0: that you have to tell people about this. Yeah. And then we'll benefit <laughs> then... from it and you won't. Yeah.
1: But it's, it's fun to, you know, I mean, I like to talk to my friends about Marvel because I know that my friends like Marvel. But if they didn't watch Marvel, then they wouldn't be able to. And if you want to talk about our podcast, you can't unless you talk to one of us about it and we are the ones who do the podcast. So if you enjoy the podcast enough, it would mean a lot genuinely if you were to share it on Instagram or just even tell your friend about it. For real. um, That's that's, like uh, giving it,
0: giving it a review on Apple podcasts means, means something. Yeah. Spotify Um, as well, wherever you listen to following us on Instagram means something, but really like sharing stuff and, and, just like interacting with us and and telling your friends about it, like there's nothing that means more yeah. to us. So because we we want to keep it
1: going, we think we have a fun podcast we're doing. We're we're invested at this point. It's been over a year, and we just want to keep it. We just want to keep it going, and we hope that yeah, you and, and will continue to listen. So.
0: And if we keep talking about it like this, it's going to start getting sad like season three of Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So because because we're, g- like we're <laughs> going to close this chapter please, out. Please, uh, guys. Uh, thank you guys so, so much So let So let listening. me just say,
1: maybe we could do this going forward as well. Um, at the Uh-oh. end of our episode, say what the next week's topic will be on, just to kind of get people more excited Ooh. about it. Ooh. That's Ooh. good. Plus, Ooh. that gives us... We it gives have us to something actually to actually uh... decide on it. Yep. So... Next week's episode will be a topic that I choose and Niall and Jared don't know this because I haven't told them this because I've changed it a couple times, but it's going to be Taika Uh Waititi. So give me a reason
0: to watch Jojo Rabbit because I still haven't seen it. It's
1: amazing. So if you are unaware, Taika Waititi is a director. So check out maybe some of his stuff this week and then we'll talk about him next week.
0: All right. That's actually, that's that's all we've got for you. Uh, So we'll see you on the next Man Cave Movie Night Monday. Bye. Bye.